Good afternoon. This is Ed of Ed's Bookstore. We are continuing with part three of The Roses, An Unfailing Love. Good night, Mr. Rose. She replied as she turned the kerosene lamp down to a fine flicker. The small light reflected eerie shadows off the furniture in the room. As she lay there, her thoughts struggled to link themselves in her head. What's happening to me? She thought. I can't remember like I used to. What is it? She tried to discover what was causing the loss of her memory as she drifted off to sleep. Lying quietly next to his wife, Mr. Rose turned towards her sleeping body. She snored slightly. His wrinkled hands, made strong by 30 years of working at the mill, stroked her grayish hair. In his mind, he struggled with the problem his beloved life was facing. He had loved her for so many years. She was all he had. He remembered asking her so many years ago, Will you marry me? Why? She replied. You love me, don't you? Wouldn't you like to get married? He quizzed her. You're a good man. I know this for sure. But are you ready for marriage? She asked him pointedly. Yes, I'm sure, he replied, anxious and fearful of rejection. I won't marry but one time in my life. It has to be for life. No second or third times for me. I want somebody to stay with me and me with them. I lost Lisa. I lost Mommy and Daddy. A person shouldn't have to lose all the loves in their life she said to him with a welling mist in her eyes. He put his hand slowly on each side of her face, pulling it towards him in a deliberate, slow motion. The day we're married, I will start picking up one grain of sand from the riverside downtown. When I have the last one removed, I will leave you then, if you're not satisfied with me. His voice was soothing in his pronouncements to her. That's a lot of work. It may take time, she said as she smiled slightly. I'll start today, he said. Wait until we're married. She whispered quietly as she covered the remaining distance between their lips. She slept soundly without difficulty 
He fell asleep watching her breathe. In the morning, he smelled the burning coffee with its strong odor. Getting hurriedly from his bed, he noticed she had already gotten up. Rushing into the kitchen, he saw the flames licking at the side of the burnt coffee pot. The overrunning coffee was making a hissing sound as it spilled onto the high yellowish-blue flame. Miss Rose, where are you? he screamed. From outside the apartment, Miss Rose came into the apartment hurriedly. What's burning? she asked excitedly. You must have forgotten to turn off the coffee, that's all. He tried to sound unconcerned. She stood for some time looking at him. Slowly, she sat at the table. Looking around the room, her view stopped at the coffee pot. I don't remember turning it on. Her words were slow and deliberate. Mr. Rose came over to his wife and sat beside her. Taking her hands, he said softly, Let's go see the doctor. All your wife's tests are done, said the doctor at St. Mary's Hospital. It was a drab place, this hospital, thought Mr. Rose. It was located almost an entire block by itself. It was too quiet for Mr. Rose's good. The halls were dark and the Catholic sisters who worked or lived there would pass by him in penguin-like outfits and walk as if they were levitating through the air going somewhere without knowing themselves where. He liked the floors of the hospital, though. The marble-like floors shone like polished chrome. They were beautiful to walk upon. What do they tell you? Mr. Rose asked anxiously. We don't know, Mr. Rose, the doctor said. In Mr. Rose's mind, this didn't make sense. They had done all the tests on Miss Rose, and they didn't know why she was losing her memory. The doctor sat back in his chair and sighed loudly. He looked tired, thought Mr. Rose. He looked kind also. Your wife's memory just seems to be leaving. Why it is, we're not sure, but she is losing it rapidly. She is healthy. The tests tell us that, but why she can't remember, we just don't know, explained the doctor as patiently as he could. Mr. Rose stood, walked to the window, and gazed out for a moment. He saw his wife sitting on the bench talking to one of the sisters who had stopped flying by to some unknown place. Doctor, said Mr. Rose, I'm scared. Of what, sir, said the doctor. Of what you don't know, said Mr. Rose. Hers is an unusual case, sir. 
the doctor continued. How much memory loss will she have? At what rate will she lose it? If she will ever regain it? All are questions we don't have the answer to, the doctor said with a saddened expression on his face. What should I do, sir? asked Mr. Rose. Watch her closely, Mr. Rose. Just watch her closely. And if she gets any worse, bring her back here, the doctor said with his face looking worn. Thank you, sir, said Mr. Rose as he started to leave the doctor's office. Mr. Rose, the doctor said softly. Yes, sir, replied Mr. Rose as he turned to look at the kind gentleman. If it does get worse, you may need to leave her here for observation, he said quietly to the sad-faced husband. Doctor, I've observed her for over 30 years. How could I take my eyes off her now, said Mr. Rose. As he turned and left the office, closing the door sadly behind him. As they walked arm in arm down the street towards their home, the sun was shining brightly. The warmth of it made them both feel good. How am I doing? asked Miss Rose. She had told him once to never lie to her. He wouldn't start now. Well, he said, your memory is going fast and they don't know why, Miss Rose. As the month sped by, so did the loss of Miss Rose's memory. She couldn't recall facts, events, dates, or points of interest. Once, her husband had called her to breakfast, and she had waited too long to respond to his call. Mr. Rose, anxious because she didn't reply, hurried off to look for her. He rushed to the bathroom. There he found his wife, standing and looking at her reflection in the mirror on the wall, above the sink. From outside the bathroom door, he watched silently, as she placed her finger slowly on the image's face and then her own. End of part three. Join us again for part four of The Roses, An Unfailing Love. <laughs>